0: from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Monday, May 13th, 2019. On today's show, Alex Kurtzman on how the Star Trek universe is set to thrive, The Orville gets renewed for a third season, and the Deep Space Nine documentary, What We Left Behind, is out in theaters tonight. All this and more coming up next. After over a decade without Star Trek on television, the franchise's newest edition, Star Trek Discovery, thundered into our lives in the autumn of 2017. A timid introduction, it was not. With a bold TVMA rating, streaming-only access, and progressive, serialized storytelling, Discovery was the show on which fans and producers alike pinned their hopes for the future of the franchise. Now it appears that Star Trek is running full steam ahead with the creation last week of a Star Trek Global Franchise Group at CBS, along with several other shows either ordered or in production. The LA Times this week brings us an interview with franchise head Alex Kurtzman to discuss the exciting new future of Star Trek. Kurtzman gives some of the credit for his positive outlook to advents in streaming technology, saying... The fact that the streaming world has eliminated the lines between movies and television allows for big universes like Star Trek to thrive in a way they really couldn't have before. The piece points out that in addition to Star Trek Discovery, the two new animated series in the works, The Picard Show, and the forthcoming Section 31 show, Kurtzman says that there are still other projects that haven't even been announced yet. The LA Times says... For a franchise that never had more than two series on the air at the same time before, that's a trip through the wormhole. It's not just Star Trek that's making good Star Trek these days. Fox's The Orville, created by Seth MacFarlane, has wooed traditional Star Trek fans with its bright look, throwback storylines, and episodic storytelling. Season 1 drew obvious comparisons to Star Trek The Next Generation, and Season 2 built on that base as well. Now word comes from Variety that The Orville has been picked up for a third season. The Orville will join other Fox shows such as Empire, 911, The Resident, and The Simpsons as part of its 2019-2020 lineup. While Variety gave no details yet about when Season 3 will air, it's possible we might hear more when Fox gives their annual Upfront pitch to media buyers, later today. More news in a moment, but first, a word from me. Welcome to your daily Star Trek news. Now That's a phrase that I say every day, and I mean it. For me, part of what makes Star Trek great is its fans. We wouldn't even have Star Trek today without its fans. So when I say that this is your daily Star Trek news, I mean it's the news that you need to know to keep up with your favorite franchise. And it would really help me if you'd consider supporting this show so I can keep bringing you the content you want every day. Visit patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news to see how you can contribute That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Today is the day. What we left behind the hotly anticipated Deep Space Nine documentary is premiering in theaters today for one day only. Treknews.net over the weekend published an interview with the cast and crew of the documentary, and one of the questions they asked was, Many fans are discovering or rediscovering Deep Space Nine now thanks to streaming services. If you had to introduce somebody to the show now, where do you think they should start? Both Iris Stephen Bear and Nana Visitor recommended starting at the beginning. Bear said, so much that developed throughout the years was embedded in that pilot. That pilot covers a lot of ground. Visitor backed him up, saying, Just binge watch it from start to finish. You really get a sense of what our writers were trying to do when you see it that way. Andrew Robinson, who played the enigmatic Taylor Garrick on the show, emphasized the storytelling, saying, The storytelling of the series, as far as I'm concerned, evolves. And it evolves to the point where at the end, we were doing things no one else was doing with these long narrative arcs that now everyone is doing today. But also there's the storytelling of each individual episode. It's a real mosaic. It's a feat. In another interview, this time with trekmovie.com, Jeffrey Combs, who played several characters over the years on Deep Space Nine, talked about how what we left behind was different for everyone. He said, One of the themes I love about the documentary is everybody's memory of the same event is very, as I think Armin Shimmerman said, is very Rashomonic. Everyone has a different memory of things and that is very human. I love the specificity and the ambiguity that the documentary brings to everybody. Of course, it was Ira Stephen Baer, executive producer and showrunner for Deep Space Nine, who really drove what we left behind. Star StarTrek.com brought us an interview over the weekend, where Baer discussed how the documentary started, and what he learned in the process. Back in 2012, a convention floor meeting between Baer and veteran Star Trek documentary producer David Zapponi led to Baer's involvement. Barry recounted, I was standing on the convention floor and Dave Zaponi came up behind me. He asked, how would I like to be Bill Shatner and do a doc on DS9 and interview all the actors? I was quite surprised. I said, what's it about? He said, don't worry, we'll find it as we go along. Later Bear was asked what he learned about the DS9 experience from making the documentary. He focused on how the actors responded to talking about their experiences on the show. He said, What I learned is that most people, in this case creative people, are more comfortable probably talking about failures than successes. I think they realized how much the show meant to them as they talked about it. A lot of them got very emotional. There are still tickets available at select theaters for tonight's showing of What We Left Behind. Check fathomevents.com for details. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.